0: the massage the finale of season
1: two the finale would you really call it a finale i, I actually would okay
0: it, my final note is i actually think it wraps up the season very well um we're gonna argue that one out oh we, we can argue all the time we can just skip to it if you want no uh, no no. we
1: can argue that one later
0: so i didn't have a lot of early notes i didn't really come up with anything until he's actually at the getting the massage i don't know what, what you have down
1: um, more more notes about Jeff being a terrible manager. Uh, yeah, in this first meeting, he has he's no so ideas.
0: Lo- he doesn't even look like he's paying attention.
1: Like, yeah, actually, she, I meant to write it down
0: and I didn't. Is um, what does Julia say? Like, she's tired with Larry, like bad, like trouble keeps following him. She doesn't want to do it anymore. And Jeff's like, but it's such a good idea. She's like, no, but that's not what I'm saying, Jeff.
1: Like <laughs> yeah, he he was he's just not, 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 not responding attention.
0: to what she was saying. And you can you can look at him, he's not paying attention. like that was going to be his response no matter what she said. and it had nothing to do with her point. It was not a a counter to her point.
1: You know, I've been thinking a lot about like Jeff as a character and Jeff as an actor in that I don't equate Jeff as a person with being anything other than a bad manager. Like he's not been in very many other things for an ex- like extended period of time, like I don't equate him with being an actor or a comedian. And I constantly have to remind myself that Jeff is a professional comedian in real life.
0: We're talking about Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland. Yes.
1: He's been in
0: so much stuff. He was in Arrested Development.
1: Right. For like two episodes. Like he's never held a role on a show.
0: He was in something else.
1: I looked this up. He really hasn't been on very much. He's done some voice work for some Pixar movies.
0: Yeah, I now I can picture that. I think there's one other show Buttercup he's a, and Toy that Story I watch. Three. is like a minor part in
1: he's, like, been, yeah. he's been in a few things, but really really his like life has been a stand up comic. No, and, right. and a comic and a like comedian writer. You're right, you're right. And he's so calm. like I don't equate him with that as a comedian because he doesn't I equate him more with being a bad manager. And so I think it works really well for him. Well, he is a bad manager. He's a terrible manager. Um, well, he
0: makes a lot of money. And he, like, he got those Lakers tickets for being good. Like, He's he's not a bad manager, it seems. But every time you see him, he is. I don't know.
1: So my question to you, have you ever
0: been to a psychic? I have not been to a psychic. Okay. I don't believe in psychics. Well, this psychic, see, I mean, I believe in this psychic. She's very good. Yeah, she's, she's a television <laughs> psychic. I mean, she got the red hair and the star tattoo of that girl.
1: That was like, fairly incredible. That, that was good. I don't know how she did it. What did you think of Larry's comment that uh, his mother threw him against a brick wall? That
0: was one of my first questions. Like, was he joking? Because it actually didn't seem like he was joking the way he was saying it. It didn't seem like it
1: at all. Like, it, even I, for I don't him, know. that's really deadpan. But, like, he must have been joking, right? I guess but, they're trying to paint the fact that he's, like, completely out of it. Like, he's Like, he's, like, completely relaxed and, like, just, like, totally isn't with it. And then he would come clean. Like, Do you think Larry would tell a stranger that? I don't feel like it's in uh, his character. Kind of. I don't Richard know. Richard Lewis would tell, tell a character that. Yeah. It's, tell a stranger that. Richard Lewis they, loves I, talking about stuff, I, like messed up stuff.
0: Uh, I, I know. I know. I know. I, I, can, I still see Larry doing it. They just do it in a very different way. Um, like, Richard Lewis would do it to get sympathy while Larry would do it, like, as a joke to make himself seem worse.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: But, um... Right before that, I actually, like, uh, she asked him how his chi was. And he said, ah, oh, g- g- good chi. D- delicious chi. Delicious chi. <laughs> delicious chi. So that that's my new saying is delicious chi. Delicious chi. You've and been the, saying that a lot lately? Uh, I have not, but I just watched the episode today. I'm going to make
1: a point. I'll throw it in conversation, like, two or three times tomorrow.
0: Delicious chi. I will start saying that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to bring it into work. Uh, so that's it for the massage. And he goes back. Um, what goes next?
1: Okay, who's the guy in Jeff's office? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I, I meant to look it up, but I didn't actually care enough. Is he, He's not supposed to be someone famous, right? Because I don't recognize him either.
1: I thought he was someone famous.
0: He, if he is, he's someone barely famous.
1: That guy was Mike Binder, uh, who's been in a bunch of things. He was on full, an episode of Full House. Uh, he was in the movie Blank Man. Yeah, but it seems like he had
0: his own show. Like, look up what he was doing in 2001. Like,
1: ah, He was in the show The Mind of the Married Man.
0: Yeah, well, I guess that was it. Which,
1: an honest marriage can survive anything except the truth. God, <laughs> yeah. TV is awful. TV can be awful. Okay. I have never heard of this show. Two seasons, then it got cancelled. I don't even know what it's on.
0: Well, Jeff's manager, so it couldn't have been that good.
1: You're right. Uh, I, I do like the like, oh, you don't watch my show, why do you care how I'm doing? I, I actually did like that too. That was that was a good comeback at Larry. Yeah. And then right as uh right as Larry's right as R- Larry has left, Jeff offers the masseuse's number up to, to Mike. He's like, Oh absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Not a second thought, no questions <laughs> asked. Absolutely. Um, so then Larry goes back home, or does he go to CBS? He, they go to The next shot is him at
1: CBS. No, the next and, shot is him at home. No, no, no. I think it's him at CBS. No, he goes home, tries to convince Cheryl not to go, and then he's distracted during the whole CBS meeting.
0: I think the CBS meeting happens first, because then he's distracted because he knows she's at the psychic. In fact I know it is because he comes back home Oh no wait. I'm right. I just finished. Oh yeah you you are right. Damn. Okay. So Larry goes home. And tries so to I, and do like him again. trying to distract Cheryl with, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying. I have a <laughs> lump. <laughs> I have a lump, Cheryl. I'm dying. And she has like it's just so funny that like, like he's saying that and she does not even like think twice about it because like such a normal thing for him to like make up and say. Like, she doesn't even have to, like, take him seriously whatsoever. She doesn't
1: take him remotely seriously. No,
0: she doesn't even turn around. She just walks out the door as he's screaming, I'm dying.
1: Like, I have a lump. And so Larry goes to the meeting, and he's incredibly distracted. And yes. And I think the meeting is just kind of blah. But I like that the, the like, imaginative vision that Larry has. With the, He imagines that the psychic is Korean yeah. for some reason. I like that. Well, he thought she was because her name was Kim. Right. That's revealed later. Um, I I just I I like that little vision. She's strikingly accurate. Um, Yeah, I don't
0: know that much about pitching TV shows, but like, I don't think deals get done as easily as they've shown them happening at every one of these networks.
1: I can't imagine, unless maybe you're Larry David, right? You
0: know, but even if you like, I still think there's like money to talk about and like. Like how? Like I, just, I don't know. I don't think you pitch for ten minutes and then get a pilot deal. Maybe you do. Maybe because well, it's not
1: helping the situation.
0: Maybe there like, smiling did, like this meeting's got, going great. Julie
1: yet. Yeah. I mean, Jeff has
0: no clue what's going on.
1: Jeff has no <laughs> clue. He's smiling the whole time.
0: Yeah, and then Larry like literally just leaves at the end of like the, he runs out at the end of the meeting and everyone's like, uh, okay.
1: And then Larry comes home. Cheryl sure. confronts him about the strikingly accurate, but kind of inaccurate prediction that the psychic had correct Uh, i don't really have any notes here
0: nope i don't have anything until we get to the restaurant actually
1: okay what do you what did you think about the restaurant so i don't know i i didn't love
0: the whole scene like i didn't like actually like anything about the restaurant that much um i mean my notes weren't even like great lines it was one there's no way that the guy rick sees him put that fork in his pocket yeah, like from where he's he's standing at the major D stand, like stand, and like you see Larry come around a corner, walk up to him. Like there's just no way one, there's no way he sees him, and two, the police don't come for that. Like if you call the police and say a guy tried to steal a fork out of my restaurant, they they're not gonna show up. So like both of those were pretty like improbable.
1: Yeah, literally today. There were three drunk guys in the back alley behind my apartment, like, laying in the middle of the road. And the police came and didn't do anything. So, to me, that the police are going to come and, or, like, write Larry a citation for stealing a fork.
0: Yeah. The, 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 it's not even a citation. It's a citation I think you
1: just pay. It, it, it's like a court date. Like, he's being charged. Right? Yeah. I, I feel like they just should have written something a little more strong than stealing a fork. But what else was he going to do? Like, I don't so, know. These are writers. They're, they're better than I am.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, so, next part, if you actually watch in court, mm-hmm. uh, the woman taking notes, that's called a stenographer, right? Correct. Okay. She is so uh, – that actress is so obviously not taking notes. It's actually funny if you watch her. She's typing with both hands and, like – her fingers are differentiating her hands are just going up and down. So all 10 fingers hit the keyboard at the same time, like it's just up down, all her fingers hit. Like I, I rewatch it to make sure like she's hitting 10 keys at once every time. Like, no, like, I think that's probably on purpose as a joke, but like, there's just no way she's writing down what's happening.
1: I didn't notice that, but now I just really want to go like, back
0: and They, they don't even try to make it seem like she could be typing a real thing. Like, all of her fingers
1: hit the keyboard at once every time. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I'm going to go back and rewatch that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Larry, and course, is pretty funny, though, when he starts with, <laughs> and may I say Shabbat Shalom. Yeah,
1: say Shabbat Shalom.
0: Yeah. Like, this happens a few times later, especially in um, season five with the kidney. But like Larry kind of sucking up to Jews and pretending to be more religious than he is is always a good joke.
1: Uh, it is great when Larry tries to be more Jewish than he is.
0: Yeah. And I mean then when he's listing what he could do, I, I could work at the temple, and <laughs> hand out yarmulkes and
1: talits. Larry Larry's always great when he's pretending to be uh, you know a bigger Jew.
0: Yeah, I mean in season
1: five, episode eight, the ski trip,
0: like when he fakes Hebrew the whole time, it's great. But that's that's many, many episodes We're away.
1: We're getting ahead of ourselves.
0: We are. So so you didn't like the end of this? After the court scene? Because I thought it was a good wrap-up to the season. Like, is it... all all the networks going by. Like, I thought that was a fitting end to, like, the season. Which, like, the plot was this disaster show that ended up going nowhere.
1: Okay, first of all, the punishment. I, I get it. It's it's hearkening back to the beginning of the episode when he saw the I steal from whatever's. But the punishment, come on. Nobody is going to punish. Like, no judge is going to punish somebody for stealing a fork by, like, effectively ruining their career
0: no no judge is going to punish someone for stealing a fork because that's never going to be reported as a charge stealing a fork i mean that goes back to the earlier
1: stuff and like yeah larry is a wealthy person like hire a lawyer get this to go away it's just it I, is I a little like
0: strange it. that he defended himself i guess in court
1: he defends himself and then so, he's given this ridiculous punishment
0: okay so you why does sell- he
1: just stand there why doesn't he just walk somewhere else I assume
0: someone is watching them, making him do it. But it's a good point. You don't know. Boy, um, is
1: that I
0: don't know. You, and you're that, right. I just feel
1: like this the, the, ending strong
0: the in front of that like TV symposium stuff. It's so
1: yeah, it's just, okay. that
0: that's a very harsh punishment for stealing a fork.
1: Here's my other problem with this ending: is that unless you've really watched these episodes really close back to back, I don't think you're going to remember who those people are. I just,
0: I, we watch these episodes over the course of a month and i remember
1: them all you're right but you're going to be watching those these episodes over the course of like a few months mm. when you watch them live so, so
0: okay so you're right you might not remember them at first because you might not remember that that even happened at first but then once you think about it, it's like a good reminder that oh that was the progression of this season like you're right. You might not even remember the whole HBO stuff and the wife beater, but like he brings it up each time. He's like he goes to HBO, like the HBO people. I don't beat my wife. The ABC people is a water bottle in my in my pants. Like so, he gives the audience like a cue to like tr- like trigger their memory of what happened. And I think that it definitely it
1: suffices. Like I don't think it's an issue. Yeah, it didn't didn't it remind you a little bit of the Seinfeld finale? Because actually,
0: um, I don't know.
1: Before he, gets, so I was he just say, parade like, back,
0: they parade the, back old characters. Like I actually realized I did not remember everything that happened in the season. Like I thought, like the season almost seemed like kind of disjointed. I thought, like I was thinking, like Is this the same season where he started out as a car salesman, and yeah, it actually was. Like that seems so far ago, and like I had forgotten about the HBO stuff and everything, and then like it it did trigger my memory at the end to bring it back for me. So like I thought that was good because I had forgotten and it reminded me, and then I liked it.
1: I guess I kind of see that, but it's, you know, it doesn't, while the theme quote unquote of the season is they're trying to sell a pilot with Jason Alexander and then Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but it just doesn't feel like that's a theme.
0: It's it's not the strongest. It's so, like,
1: it's so loose.
0: So, I mean, yeah,
1: like season one, there was no theme.
0: Season two this is the first time they probably decide we need a minor, like a background theme. So they don't intru- like introduce that well. And then, like in the later seasons, it becomes stronger and stronger. But like they're still experimenting with the form here, I think. And also, when like the more you think about it, like season three, the restaurant it ends well. Season four, the producers it ends well. Season five, giving Lewis a kidney it ends well. Like they all actually end well. Like it's it's. I'm kind of happy that this one doesn't.
1: I can. The one. belt mind. ends
0: great. Ends, season I seven. Great. Uh, season six, the blacks like. You could, I mean, he loses Cheryl, but he's with Loretta. So, yeah, you could say, like,
1: almost all the other seasons actually end well for him. This one doesn't. Okay. This one doesn't. I can see that. And, and I see what you mean. They're definitely experimenting with form, right? They're, yeah, like they're you, trying to establish the fact that... Do you think maybe that they realized halfway through the season that these shows might work better if we have a common theme? And they kind of just force this in there at the end? Well, I don't think... Because it was introduced, wasn't the first episode, it was the first episode of the season, the car salesman, where he
0: first brings it up with Jason, I think. Because I remember him telling Jason he's selling cars. Right. So I don't think it happened mid-season. I think it could, I think it happened between the seasons. They decided, like, we need a, a theme to tie the season together. And then I think it was really loose in season two. And as the seasons go on, it intensifies more. I think they probably say, hey, we need a stronger theme. We need it to be more relevant.
1: So maybe my other complaint is that the theme of them trying to pitch this pilot really isn't strong in these last few episodes. No, and but it's, uh, it's stronger towards the beginning of the season. In fact, the, the scenes where he's selling the pilot in this episode are like really weak. They have almost nothing to do with the plot.
0: Right, and like almost so, nothing.
1: And they're, no, you're they're right. I mean, it's,
0: it's strong in it's strong in the doll. Like every network has its own contained episode, so it's strong in the doll with all the ABC stuff. And it's strong in the HBO episode, which The Shrimp Incident, Season 2, Episode 4.
1: Right. I, the and reason four, I think four, it's actually seven, not... Okay. What? 4, 7, 10, I guess it's kind of spaced
0: out. Right. But 10, ten it's not as strong. You're right. I, I actually think... I mean, it wasn't as strong as because it's reliant on Jason Alexander and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Like, they're paying them a lot of money for every episode. Hmm. So, you know,
1: maybe it is that
0: and they have schedules like i don't think either of them wanted to do 10 episodes of the show i think they were each like, like all right i'll do small parts in two or three
1: if you're going to parade people in front of larry why not just parade a bunch of people and not just the network people cuz larry pissed off a lot of people this season
0: oh you mean not
1: but i felt like them trying to push it in your face that this season was about you know larry trying to sell the show well, it just didn't feel like it <sighs>
0: I don't. And maybe I, I'm being a little I'm not trying to push in your face that much. I just think it's a. I think it ties it together well. I think it's a good ending. I think it reminds you what happened because it wasn't that strong. You're right that it wasn't that strong of a theme. So I think they needed that ending to remind you that all this stuff happened. and This was the point of the season. I think we should agree to disagree. I mean, we're not agreeing on this one. I mean, I'm clearly right. But so that was, that was season two. What what was our favorite episodes? I know what mine was. It's probably the same. Uh, season 2 episode 3 trick or treat gets better every time I watch it there's more to it I'm gonna agree with you we will yeah. agree on this one there, there are there are a few good ones I mean the baptism is really good the car salesman is great the car salesman is great and there's one like I said it before I'll say Ch- it again Jack's pretty decent uh, the the doll is great like there, there are,
1: like, there's like good episodes but trick or Treat's the best I could watch Larry selling cars for five straight hours that, that was. I could watch that scene that fifty be, times. On repeat. That may be
0: my favorite scene, like the montage of him selling cars, ending with Lewis coming in. Like that just may be the best.
1: His complete unprepared nature for selling these cars.
0: No, this,
1: guaranteed tremendous safety.
0: Yeah, so the GT is just guaranteed tremendous. This,
1: this Camry is a fucking work of art.
0: And everyone's name is his middle name, yep. or like his wife's name, or his yeah. grandmother's. Name. Oh,
1: Afion, that's my stepbrother's middle name. name.
0: Larry Afion David. Uh, so yeah good season and season three if i remember even better like two three four all three or four great curve is on its way up curves on its way up so we will be back with season three episode one can you name it
1: uh chet shirt
0: chet shirt coming up next week